So greetings and blessings to everyone. It's now 11.52 p.m. Eight minutes before midnight on the 14th of April 2021 in Melbourne, Australia. And even though this particular insight, this channeled invocation, if you like, is going to happen fairly late in the piece before almost to herald in the arrival of this really, really powerful integration process that we're all about to go through. It's the fact that the intention was met to begin the broadcast prior to the actual energies taking hold of the planet. Now, what I want to do is I want to prequel this by stating for the record that even though I'm going to use the simple language that everybody can predominantly understand, including certain terminology for modes of spirituality, higher kind of ascension, if you like, and, the, and that sort of thing by sticking to the common language. So I will be referring to the human chakra system which I personally believe should be replaced as collapsing and expanding wormholes that we can travel through. We can travel through the energy center that is the heart. We can travel through the energy center that is the solar plexus. We can travel through the energy center that is the sacral shark. We can travel through the energy center of the crown or the pineal uh, or the third eye representing the the all-seeing, you know, pineal gland, that deeper connectivity to the higher divine realms. But just so people can understand and deal with what this 20-day process is all about, I'm going to stick to the common language. Now, I couldn't stress enough the importance of understanding how to prepare for what we are as a species about to go through. Because if you haven't already guessed, no matter which terminology you use, no matter what language you use, no matter what kind of reference to whatever modality you may be practicing, we're simply going through an upgrade. It's a human upgrade. So think of humanity, right? One, right, which is what we've been for millennia, now being up, upgraded to what is known as Humanity 2.0, which is something I've been speaking a lot about through the Alchemy of Grace podcast, through the Spotify podcast for the Seven Sense and the like, that this is a human upgrade. It's not a reset. It's not a, a kind of a, a, a zero point from which we have to start again. It's we've arrived at a particular point of integration where we can now comfortably feel as if we're ready to move to the next level. Consider it the next density of expression. The karmic residue, if you like, or the toxic residue of the dissolving of the third density mutant paradigm, that whole dimension of thinking and acting and being is, is kind of like nothing more than stardust in, you know, in the ether. Um, we are moving through that third density, past the fourth density, into a more fifth density and or sixth density type of human expression. <clears throat> but we'll never really know that unless we go through the process, the birthing canal, if you like, of life, so that we can get a better understanding of how to ground and integrate these new energies, which are predominantly stemming from the great central sun, the power of the sun and the illumination of its light body or its light source. Its particle generator has never been stronger in the human psyche than it is today. So on the 14th of April 2021, for 20 days, humanity will travel through a cosmic chakra system and activate our kundalini. These days are powerful and activating as we merge the past, present 
and future into one density of expression. They are more powerful than any equinox or a class X magnitude solar flare or the C or the C5 energy and the like, but continuously for 20 days straight, we're going to feel this. The center column of the sacred Mayan calendar, the Zulkan, represents the spinal column of the human body grid and the core of the earth running from north to south, what we call the poles. An ascension process begins in these 20 core days, which will burn a holy fire through our chakras. And this energy descends to earth from the great central sun and God or Hunapku in the Mayan every 260 days. These energies return over and over, but each time with an ascending frequency. In other words, they are intensifying and amplifying these new found divine frequencies that are becoming part of the operating system of our human spacesuit. These 20 days will be beyond powerful at this pivotal and unique time where we have been pushed beyond all of our comfort zones and we have no reserve energy to control the things we try not to face. Yet, the main core days, if worked with conscious intent, can help anchor and manifest new frequencies into form. What we want to try to get across to everyone, although it's a bit complicated, is that this is a process. It will gradually increase its intensity from day one to day 20. So during these powerful 20 days, beginning on the 14th, which is in approximately one minute from now, we are being asked to absorb this trial by holy fire by raising our frequencies to contain more energy and light than ever before. We will be asked to discover a new equilibrium and anchor our higher self's orientation point. It is a time to become self-empowered and fully protected and not get distracted by failing old programs or what's taking place in the external. This is not about what's happening outside of you. It's not about other people. It's not about the kumbaya, let's all hold hands and you know, turn our palms to the sky. This is about you. You are being tested by the great father Saturn and the always mysterious and somewhat deceptive Pluto energy along with the Uranus stellium appearing in Taurus for the next 14 to 16 days. You're being asked to make choices. Choices that concern you. Choices that concern the way that you perceive and play a role in your planar reality. From a science point of view, an esoteric and or alchemical point of view, this is a quantum leap for humanity. 14th of April to the 5th, the 3rd of May, I should say. Now we could get into the numerology of that and you'll probably find it's incredibly profound because these are all part of pre-orchestrated cycles that are very much at the core focus of God's divine plan. There will be five pulses of energy that will burn through five Mayan chakras. That is the crown, the throat, the heart, the solar plexus and root. Each pulse will hold for four days each, and each day holds one of the four directions, east, north, west, and south. For anyone who knows their particular kin, which is their, their birth stellium or symbol or whatever else it is, they understand the power of calling or invoking the directions, the, the, the galactic directions. 
into the oneness of the heart space or the sovereign integral, the very, very core of our human expression. So what happens during these 20 days is somewhat like this. Fresh cosmic energy coming from the great central sun begins to descend into our physical body starting at the top or our crown chakra. Right? As the t at the same time, newly upgraded energy coming from the core of the earth in the opposite direction begins to rise up into our physical body beginning at our root chakra. So this process is very much like when a lightning bolt strikes the earth. So when a lightning bolt descends from the sky, the earth's energy also reaches up to meet the descending bolt. This merging point of descending cosmic energy with the rising physical energies reaches each other at a very powerful focal point, our hearts. And I just love this. The heart is the center of all centers. The great central sun that the Maya talked about was the emanation and radiation of the pure emotional expression from the heart. Now, then the new cosmic energy descending from the great central sun will continue down through our chakras until it is grounded within our physical body and anchored into the core of the earth. Think of like a taproot. In, in many meditative and or spiritual circles, people always use the taproot into the core of Gaia type analogy in an effort to maintain groundedness. You will feel this taking place. It will almost feel as if it's harder to move because you feel kind of stuck in one place or anchored into a, a particular focal point in the, in, the, in the earth. Now our ascending physical energy will also pass up through our heart and rise up through our crown and beyond to the pole star until it reaches and anchors to the great central sun itself. And this process of pulsing, right, which is really another way of the integration coming as an energy source but manifesting into form, which is us, over the course of these four by five individual days. Now, the beginning of most traditional Mayan ceremonies begins with calling in and sending love to the seven cardinal points of the universe. So we have the heart of the heavens, heart of the earth, heart of the east, heart of the north, heart of the west, heart of the south, heart of the heart or cosmic center. Now, what I'm suggesting is that those who, you know, all got the audio, you can just scroll to that particular point, okay? And remember to invoke each day in the morning, if that's when you do your devotional practice, for lack of a better word, that's the time to honor and to integrate the, the great creator of all life, Hunabku, in the Mayan. So I call on the great heart of the heavens. I call on the great heart of the earth. I call on the heart of the east. I call on, on the heart of the north. I call on the heart of the west. I call on the heart of the south. And I call on the heart of all hearts, the galactic center or cosmic center. Now the first pulse will be from the fourth of 14th of April to the 17th of April. These are the days of four Imix, five Ik, six Akbal, and seven Khan. These are essentially Mayan terms that represent this level of activation that's taking place. 
So the first phase will activate your crown chakra from the great central sun and your root chakra from the core of Gaia herself. These four days will initiate a great ocean of creation. Breathe life into this process. Release an immense wisdom from the depths of our inner temple and plant a seed for the intent of this process to grow. This begins the process of merging heaven and earth within. If we are paying attention, we could experience real flashes of enlightened consciousness and we may feel quite elevated or even outer bodily experiences. The second pulse will take place from the 18th of April to the 21st. These are the days of 8 Chikan, 9 Kimi, 10 Manik and 11 Lamat. This second phase will activate our throat chakra from the descending cosmic energy and activate our solar plexus from the elevating energy from the core of Gaia. These four days begin collecting foundational wisdom. We will begin to let go like a death of the past and align with pure healing creation, activating and transducing wisdom into a usable form. This is a practical thing that we're about to go through, that every one of us are going to go through. And to have this advanced knowledge that it's happening is going to allow you to cope well with it because this will make you more reactionary than ever before. This will have you questioning your belief structures. This will have you second guessing almost every decision you're making because you're looking at the overthinking element of the monkey chatter, trying to upset you being able to seamlessly move through this portal of higher consciousness. Never forget that you, wherever you have a pulsing, radiating energy, what I call a toroidal field, you have the exact opposite in polarity, trying to reverse engineer the process. So here you are trying to remain still, trying to find peace in the void, trying to connect with the, the higher divine realms and the the, you know, the inner planes. But at the same time, everything will get ramped up in your synapses, in your cortex, where all of a sudden, in an effort to try to find that peace, you're going to be slammed with so many things that are going to demand your, your attention. This is a test. Many of us will not pass this test. Many of us will predominantly say, well, if that's what I've got to go through in an effort to maintain a balance of divine, higher love and expression, then I'd rather just be one of the numbers, just like the poor Jews in the Nazi situation. They were just numbers. The numbers were told that this is the way of the world and this is what you have to do. Never question because you'll be simply removed. You'll lose your privileges. So this is, this is the higher divine aspects of God reaching out and asking you to become part of it. And that's why the first two phases, that's the 18th of April to the 21st, which is all about the crown and the root chakras. And then from the 18th to the 21st, right before the day of my birthday, which is why it's really interesting that the third pulse takes place on my birthday. And this is what I need the most. But during that second phase, the second pulse, You'll receive this foundational wisdom, but you will need to almost not only release and surrender, but literally kill off all that no longer serves or resonates true 
in the higher frequency of your experience with life. Now, the third pulse will be from the 22nd of April to the 25th of April. These are the days of the 12 Muluk, the 13 Ok, the 1 Chuen, and the 2 Eb. This third phase will activate our center point, our heart, which should be now in balance between the cosmos and the earth. We have drawn the aspects of heaven and earth together into a oneness which is defined as a pure alpha frequency. Very clear, very defined and easy to not only operate but navigate right whereas everything else is is difficult because it's it's fighting against each other most of the energy centers in the human body grid are in a constant state of conflict with each other and this is where deeper issues like traumatic experiences and all the mental instability brought about by covid which is the number one symptom of this so-called pandemic the highest level of mental illness in, in, across the entire world through all history, ever. And it's just going to get worse. So we're in the heart. And these are the days that are initiated with the energy of the cosmic moon of creation, where information is refined through spirit in a way to make it really easy and accessible. Now, there are, as I said, some deeper issues will be triggered and emotions will be heightened and more sensitive than ever before. Now, we can either destroy or create within the vastness of the heart experience that will basically nurture and nourish the very core elements of our being. This will also test our health. If we haven't been looking after ourselves, if we haven't been drinking enough water, here we go, my hand's in the air, I don't drink enough water. If we're not eating right and we're in a constant state of, you know, overindulgence because we're trying to create this reward syndrome because we feel so hard done by everything happening in the world. This is all, again, part of a larger plan to make us so listless as to the processes we need to adopt if we're going to remain at a higher frequency above all this drama. That's why frequency, which is the very pulsing core light energy that is operating through every single one of us needs to operate at, at a much higher and a much more resonant level. It needs to find a unified consciousness with the planet. So this is going to be the toughest. And I think it's interesting that not only do I have to go through the the Uranus stellium in Taurus during exactly the same time, but I'm actually going through this as, as, as a kind of a signal on my 57th birthday that we need to become even more discerning, even more mindful, even more selfish to a greater degree if we're going to survive the coming cataclysmic, you know, events that are predominantly part of the cycle of this particular turn of the spiral on Earth. It's just the way it is. And there's no lamenta lamentation for that. There's just do what we can while we can. So it'll be really, really interesting to see what that drags up in me being my birthday. And at, I'm already in what I call my second Saturn return and I'm already into my second Chiron return. 
So it's been a lot about dealing with the wounded healer. It's been dealing with a lot of the defined order of the universe and the curriculum of the everyday and what is it that I'm attaching to and if I'm attaching, then why am I attaching to it? This is a true test of courage and character. And it doesn't matter what your station in life is. There is no rich, there is no poor, there is no class structure, there is no hierarchy. This is every man, woman and child, every woman, child, man, however you want to look at it, every soul on the planet will be challenged by this. Most astrologers, evolutionary astrologers, Vedic astrologers are all talking about this. There's a part of the Mayan pantheon that has such a high resonance with the entire galactic understanding and awareness bubble. Our DNA, our, our, our RNA, our mRNA, etc., like that, is evolving. Our cells are talking to each other. They're reconfiguring, they're calibrating, they're getting ready to integrate all this newfound light that we've been receiving, this new light energy language that we've been getting from the sun. And I've been saying it for ages. Most of us working in alchemy are saying it, that this has got everything to do with what's happening, you know, um, with the solar flares, with the solar winds, with the geomagnetic storms, with the spike in the Schumann resonance from day to day, with the increased photon energy, with the quasars and the pulsar energy. You know, everything is emanating and filling our whole ether of Earth up because we are moving into the densest part of the galaxy. We don't sit still. Within the quantum world, our sun and moon are forever in place. It, will, it is always dark and it is always light at exactly the same time. Everything is in perfect balance and harmony. But our limited perception and our senses can't see that because we can't integrate that frequency. We're not at that level, but this upgrade is going to help us to get to that level where one day we'll really, you know, that whole idea of adopting the flatland theory, that everything is seen from the core of our line of sight, that is our perception of what's happening in our reality when we can't really see what lies underneath. That's the hidden dimension of hyperspace that I like to talk about. And the whole cosmic... travel system that the, that the human body grid that the entire sacred geometry of the of the human crystalline channel is is this constant ability to expand and collapse in any given moment which brings us back to the very core of spirit. And we don't think so much about our physical state and what we need to do in order to care for our physical state. We are above all of that. And the Maya knew that 13,000 years ago. Because again, you know, we have to look at things that are related to cosmological events, the ice age, the breaking of the land bridges, where the entire planet was then segmented into really large expanses of oceans separating coasts and land masses. That's the true dateline to be dealing with. So when we get to the fourth phase, 
which is from the 26th of April to the 29th of April, these are the days of three Ben, four X, five men, and six Thib. The four phase will now activate your solar plexus from the descending energies of the great central sun. And it will also activate your throat chakra through the elevating energies from the core of the earth. These four days will begin with an activation called the pillars of light. It is where the earth's energy will begin to knit together with the energy from the great central sun. This phase will also be embedded with shamanic-like wisdom that is absolutely timeless. I'm already experiencing a lot of it right now. We will have access to higher forms of natural forces from the cosmos. It will awaken certain dormant passages and, and sectors within our human mind circuit, allowing us to truly tap into the deeper pulses of knowledge and, and archive and, you know, evolution, both on planet and off planet. We'll be able to anchor that natural force into a very usable form on Earth. This is about being practical, as I said earlier, to integrate divine cosmic energy, but give it that all-important, usable practicality to work with it. This is also where the real work will really start to kick in for all of us. Complex human relationships could feel unwieldy as we saw with broader vision and clarity about our service in the world. We will gain new boundaries that rise to a higher standard. This will trigger a more honest self-confidence, assisting us with being comfortable with authority figures without giving up personal power. During these days, we can learn to foster true community if focused honestly upon. So this is about governance of our sovereignty. If someone says something to you and goes, hey man, do you know what I mean? You can just turn around and go, no, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Instead of just placating them in the moment by saying, yeah, yeah, nod head, nod head. <coughs> you're on your run here. I'm not going to get a word in edgewise. So I'll just go with the flow. You won't want to do that anymore. You'll basically stop people in their tracks and say to them, look, I'm sorry, but it doesn't resonate. It'll become like a catchphrase. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't work. And if you do it with a smile and you do it with your heart open, there's no love lost. There's no offense being drawn against self. There's just the moment and everybody living, experiencing the moment, and then getting over it to the next moment. So this is a very important part of our integration to a more permanent position within the divine realm of higher consciousness. And there will be times when you'll confront people in your circle of influence, I like to call it, which includes family and friends and, you know, and acquaintances and whatever. And you just won't feel in the same room as each other, experiencing the same presence. You just won't feel as if you're on the same page anymore. And that's okay. Because nothing lasts forever. That's probably one of the greatest misnomers in, in human evolution. There are no finites and absolutes outside of what we perceive as our planar reality. Everything is flux. Everything is in a constant state of movement. Everything is spinning both directions at once. You know, what they call quantum locking or, or measuring the polarity of something that may appear to be moving in one direction, but actually is completely through the mirror of a different density of human experience is going the complete opposite way. And that's how we're going to feel, kind of like a top 
but spinning one way and then all of a sudden with a jolt, we're going to be spinning the other way. These are the forces, the natural forces of the cosmos that are going to be anchoring into our being to make us more malleable, if you like, as biological entities on the planet. Now, the fifth and final phase will be from the 30th of April to the 3rd of May. These are the days of seven Kaban, eight Etznab, nine Kawak, and ten Ahau. This fifth phase will activate your root chakra from the descending energies of the great central sun and will also activate your crown chakra with the elevating energies from the core of the earth. These four days are the highest frequency of all 20-day signs and they offer the most accelerated evolution. But again, they will trigger the deepest work. Progressive and controversial creations could be birthed with strong convictions, but the challenge will be to hold it together. We might need space to face many new things that are reflecting back in the world mirror to us. There is no world mirror. It's the mirror of human expression. We all operate equally within it. Now, if your focus is on community, is on togetherness, is on oneness, is on sharing, is on caring, then you'll develop very worthwhile cooperation skills in communications, in implementation. You won't be looking at it from a self-interest <clears throat> or even a self-sacrifice perspective anymore. You'll get lightning flash clarity can just beam into your brain, beam into your mind circuit right, which gives you access to deeper truths that you never thought were even there. You may be able to receive wisdom from physical and or ethereal beings. There are plenty of different types of spirit beings that exist within the different oscillating fields or frequencies between densities or dimensions as people like to refer to them as. And you'll be able to access those if you're not already accessing them. But don't get it confused thinking that, you know, oh, I'm really connecting uh, uh, within the lower astral realm. You don't want to be doing that. You want to be able to bypass that because that lower astral realm is very much part of this very self-indulgent duality perception. It's part of it. We want to be able to move beyond that into the language of light, into the language of love, into the language of compassion, but defined very differently from what they are being expressed and perceived over the course of the last hundred years. Just like the planets are changing, so do the emotional expressions that we go through every day. So don't make a mistake thinking that you think that one particular form of emotion is a certain way will not again reflected in today's world. We're in a completely different timeline. We're in a completely more accessible higher octave of vibration and we can feel the vibration of everything around us again that's what the whole Mayan pantheon and culture and philosophy was built on was the vibration that generated harmony within the sacred body cavities of each Mayan individual as part of a much larger collective body 
of divine consciousness. The dreaming is where I believe you're going to have your best ally. Because to go to bed knowing, okay, I'm in the fourth phase, it's now the 26th of April to the 29th, and it's all about activating the throat and the crown centers. So if I go in my dreaming and I'm invocating and asking, right, asking for those gifts to be bestowed, then I believe that you're going to be able to integrate those and experience them in a completely different quantum living experience before you return to the assimilation, if you like, in the hologram of, of, of your particular, you know, soul signature that's doing what it does, you know, in your particular realm or role of being on the planet because we all have different roles and we're all ultimately time shifted from each other so our sense of experience and reaction to that experience is different for everyone so there will be this incredible clarity that you'll be able to draw from like a well and implement in a way that is very practical in your life these are four very spiritual days where purification will become tandemost and probably trigger a deeper connection with our inner child. How many of us offer warmth and comfort and companionship to our inner child? Probably not many. Now, at the end of the 20 core days, it'll leave us completely drained. I'm not going to lie won't feel just a little bit out of sorts or a bit out of kilter. You'll feel like you've just been drained of all oxygen, of all carbon, of all energy of any type. And you're going to feel as if you kind of need to breathe a little quicker because it's time to trying to catch up. You're trying to catch up with the timeline again. And you'll feel overwhelmed. And the reason for that, guys, is because you've absorbed so much in a really short period of time. Now, 20 days to a lot of people might seem um, fairly lengthy, but really today, with everything going on down with lockdown and how you, you, you're doing very, very little and all that sort of thing, or not nowhere near as much as you used to, and therefore you're finding time is just flying. What? It's six o'clock in the evening already and I've done nothing. You know? So we're going to feel as if we're trying to kind of catch our breath and, you know, catch up to where we were on the timeline before the experience took place. So whatever you do, don't try to force yourself to understand anything that you've gone through at first. Because if you do, you'll push the wisdom away. You need to let it marinate. You know, my mentor used to say to me quite often, he said, I think we can now detach and, and cease contact with each other because you've got a fair bit of marinating to do with the information that you've now received. Like a good stew. All the ingredients are in it, but now you need to put it on a slow boil and a simmer and let the flavours and all of the different facets and assets come together. Remember, life on Earth is nothing more than a fragmented illusion where there are parts of us from all these different incarnations still trying to connect and speak to us in dreams and you know, in channeling and whatever else like that. It's just us talking to each ourselves. And the Mayan again understood that more than anything. You know, they believed that Kalotsukwadal or the, 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 you know, Kupla Khan was this central frequency generator 
where they could plug their own little energy source, their own energy field into and replenish their stock so that they could move ahead and continue to integrate the great mysteries of the world and the universe. So just allow that all of this will basically marinate and slowly be absorbed and then it will manifest without any help from you. So you don't have to go out and make, you know, prayers to deities and, and do all that kind of thing because you've already done it. You've been through the process that there's nothing more that you need to do. And what's going to happen when it's all said and done and you allow this to all settle into your human body grid, you will have the great central sun and the core of the earth anchor inside of you. A part of that will become a part of you. And all of the beauty and the bounty that goes with that will also be bestowed on you. Once you gain some distance from these 20 days, you can look back and have a deeper understanding of where you have grown and what transpired in these powerful days of integration. Now, I've just given everyone one particular perspective, the way that I perceive it and the types of integration style experiences I have when I undertake uh, a crystal ceremony for an equinox or a summer solstice or a particular um, power date in the calendar. That is when you connect with the natural resonant energies of the planet and the planet integrates a part of itself within you. So there are layers and layers within layers and cycles within cycles within cycles within an infinite level of spherical time if you believe in that sort of thing. And this is only according to our great wise indigenous ancestors the respect that I have for my own Aboriginal heritage and what I have garnered and what I have learned by sitting with these incredible libraries of wisdom, these individuals, these senior lawmen and the like, I can attest to the fact that this is just the front page of a huge book of knowledge that we all will now have access to. So by keeping your heart your eyes and your ears open. This is the energy that will become the very core driving force, life force of humanity as a species and that we will all walk through together. So I want to just simply conclude by saying Take it seriously. If we are to have a future on planet Earth, then let it be one that is defined in unity consciousness, that is defined in a return to spirit as a fragmented part of the unified field. And you'll never look back. The bliss the beauty, the peace, the tranquility will flood over you and it will just become part of your natural resonance. This is what you emanate and radiate from your own energy field and you become like this illuminated moth to a flame kind of thing when you're with people. It is a joyful opportunity to really 
to take all of the hard work that most of us have done out there. Most of us have done a lot of shadow work. And by doing that shadow work, getting to know our shadow, understanding how it is experiencing an incredible existence just like us, but in a different dimension or a different density, hidden in hyperspace, because we can't sense it, but it's there. Everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. But it will just come and become the very, very core aspect of who you are. And you won't have to worry and you won't have to overthink things and let things upset you and unbalance you. Because you'll always have that harmonic resonance, that unified harmony with the deeper heart space, your great central sun. And that great central sun is now a part of the all-encompassing great central sun. And that is what our ancestors, our indigenous brothers and sisters have been talking about for millennia. Now it's here for us. Every single one of us has an opportunity to go through the experience informed or to go through the experience uninformed and have a pretty damn hellish rough time doing it. So guys, I hope that helps. And as I said, remember that I've used terminology when you listen back that is very reflective of what is considered to be normal speak. But if you can, in fact, take the chakra system that's been spoken about and refer to them as these wormholes, right? These quantum black holes that you can literally fall into oblivion in. You'll see that what this particular light illumination and integration can really, really bring and how we can recognize the very core essence of who we are, the B and the be and the beam thanks for listening guys i really appreciate it and uh, feel free to reach out if you want to know anything more and i hope some of these tips that i've also offered along the way here in this journey um, are going to serve a worthy purpose in your lives take care sending much love to all and namaste